You are listening to a pleasure podcast. For more from our sex podcast collective, visit pleasurepodcasts.com. Hello, horny family. It's Monday, and I don't know where the fuck you live, but all I know is that I'm cold. And it's gloomy and it's rainy and it's been raining for days. I won't lie, I think I've done a reasonably good job of like hyping myself up, kind of, sort of. I'm taking my vitamin D. I've been hearing mixed things. I really want to know, is it bad to take supplements of vitamin D? Like most everyone has told me like that's good, but I'm kind of hearing on the down low that they're poisoning you. So I don't know what to believe, a lot of information out there. So if someone knows anything about vitamin D, and I'm not talking about dick in this case, please let me know. I would think it's dependent on where you live. So I grew up in Texas my whole life, basically. I also lived in Nashville for a minute, Louisiana for a minute, but I live in Washington now. And believe it or not, I don't like to say it, but I've been here almost seven years now. blows my fucking mind and the winters here make me just question everything everything like how could I put up with this and then when spring emerges it's like this fog lifts from you your soul re-enters your body and you're like this is God's country but yeah it fucks with me I need a sad lamp I bought a sad lamp at one point in my life gave me a migraine so I'm like maybe I need a nicer sad lamp it wasn't a super cheap one either, but I'm like, there's even nicer. So I don't know if it was the lamp I had, but the self-tanner ain't doing shit for me. It's only lowering my self-esteem. Okay, let's get into the episode before I lose everybody before we get to the main talking point. So hi, if you're new here, I am Jordan, the host of The Horny Housewife. And here we talk about everything you could possibly think of, but mostly about sex and the weird shit, the good shit, the icky shit, the lovely shit, and the shit that I'm going to call you out for. Every single episode, I answer listener questions, people that want advice or perspective on a certain topic. And if you ever want to ask me anything, you can go to the link in my socials or www.thehornyhousewifepodcast.com and submit a truly anonymous question, confession, etc., whatever. And I get it and I read it and sometimes I gasp and some of them will never ever hear the light of day. They will never be uttered out of my mouth because they are inappropriate and I'm not acknowledging them. But a lot of them are really wonderful. And with that, we're just going to dive right into the first listener question. Numero uno, how to have better and longer penetration with a small penis. Okay. Well, when I first read this question, I was like longer. So like you want to last longer. And I wondered, does the size of your penis have anything to do with lasting? You know what I mean? So I don't understand that. 
and I don't want to lie and just bullshit some bullshit, which I would do if you're right in front of my face just to like try to be there for you. But being blunt and honest, I don't know about that one. I think that one falls under the category of just lasting longer. So my advice to that would be, uh, you know, masturbate before you go on a date. If you're married, have sex more. You can use the delay spray. They have products that literally aid, sorry, aid in lasting longer. Now, as far as good, like good feeling, better sex, there are certain positions that would really help your game out. Deeper penetration. That's what I saw the word penetration and I saw the word better. So I'm assuming you're saying deeper. So ladies, if your man has a small penis or if you have a small penis and you're like, I want to really get up in there, Jordy Cakes did some research on your behalf and I got you. First suggestion, knees to your chest and then he can be on his knees over you entering and from above Your partner can hold your thighs. You can add a little clit vibe to penetration. Okay, that's one. You could do the missionary with one leg down, one leg up. Just angling in where you get to physically access more and go in deeper. Okay, so that I would recommend also a little twist on doggy style. Okay, you probably know that you can get a deeper penetration from back there. If your partner has a smaller one, you can get a greater sense of fullness by altering this position, lying flat and bring your legs together, okay? You grab your vibrator, stick it between your legs, under your body, whatever, you're writing it while your partner is writing you, okay? So go jot that down because if you like friction, that's going to be a go-to. Ladies, you could even put your like legs over his shoulders, like really like pull it into you. That's deep and close and intimate and like grinding. I know people always think it's like going up and down, but grinding on that isn't just good for the ladies, which we love, but it actually stimulates the nerve endings on the dick too. So, you know, beggars can't be choosers. So get over it. JK, but really just kind of, you know, get creative, incorporate toys, talk to your partner, see what they suggest. You can make these suggestions if you feel like she or he isn't comfortable. I know I've said it a million times, but I'm going to say it again. Communication with open communication, you're going to have better sex, period, the end, I promise. That like non-communication sex is only hot in the beginning, or like if some shit's going down, you know what I mean? It's That isn't sustainable to live like that. You've got to fucking talk about it sometimes. Okay, moving on to the next question. Someone asked, what are your thoughts on hair down there? Men and women. So this one, I can just like not be schooling you like educational where we're like talking about sex facts. I can just give you my fucking opinion. And sometimes I just love those questions so I can just dive, just get it. Just to really attack the topic. Okay, I have thoughts on hair because I have to totally out my husband and just tell you about his preferences because it just weirds me out sometimes. I literally was like, are you trying to control me? Like, is this a control thing or you really prefer a hairy pussy? 
you really, yep, I just, I don't think he would be upset at all that I shared that because I did a lot in the beginning. I'm like, yeah, do y'all shave? Because I'm not supposed to. Isn't that cool? Now, I can shave. Don't get our panties twisted. I can do whatever I want. I do. But sometimes he's like, why'd you, you took it all gone. It's all gone. That's not like a woman. That's not primal. I'm like, oh, Jesus. Well, you can wait. It's going to come back. It's going to come back. But I have gotten lazier like because I know he likes that it's like not there's not a lot of pressure for me to make it perfect but for me just personal what I like and lived my life single or in a relationship was no hair because that's just better I gotta have it tight and right I can't have a safari going on I can't do it it doesn't feel good for me. And that is the most important. You do what you prefer. And I think it's awesome to take into consideration what the person that you're fucking likes and is into, right? That's who's getting your pussy, right? Or your dick, whatever. Ask your partner, does your wife like a jungle of hair? Or does she like it trimmed and neat and manscaped? I personally think it's weird to be completely hairless. I have dated a guy who was like a seal, you know, like just nothing. He nared it all gone completely. He also, this was, I was really young in this relationship and I have never, ever been with a guy that was completely hairless after that. I think maybe one other actually that's coming to mind, this penis image is coming into my head, but the first one I dated but he was my first love and he did cross country. So I think I thought it was like to run faster or something stupid. But no, I think it's just because he was a man whore and thought it made his dick look bigger or something. I don't know. But I do think if I'm just going completely off of what would I prefer, like what's my ideal situation, I think for a girl, a landing strip is sexy. It's like, Okay, you see like the hair and it's feminine yet edgy yet chic, okay? And for a man, I feel like I don't love uh, hairy balls really because if you want us to put them in our mouth, I don't want to floss, you know what I'm saying? So I'm not a big fan of ball hair. And like, again, I, I know this is high maintenance, But if you want me around your asshole, like make it presentable. You know what I'm saying? Like I would do that for you. So I think you should do the same. And believe me, that's my husband is not nearing his butthole. Okay. (laughs) Wouldn't that be funny if I walked in and I saw him nearing his butthole? (laughs) Fucking hilarious. Uh, but no, you know, I think these are just my thoughts. I'm, t- I'm speaking out loud, okay? Just blah, 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 word vomiting. Just my, like if I had to like create a little, you know, AI robot, I would, he would have a hairless butthole and, you know, he would have a little manscaped tight little bush that's like, you know, a groomed, like they do the edging on the bush and it's just neat, Okay not some wild thing, but that's okay because I've been with plenty of men who just kept it, kept it as God intended it. And guess what? It did not make me fuck him. 
any less, and I didn't really avoid any areas at the end of the day. So this is, you asked me a question. I just, those are my thoughts. The most important thing we get from this though is that fuck my thoughts on it and you do what you fucking want to. That's that's what you do. Your person will love you, I promise. And your privates. Moving on to question three, which there's only one more question after this one and it is a doozy. It got y'all like hyped up on stories, okay? Uh which is at the Horny Housewife Podcast on Instagram. Go follow. Um, but third question, I'm not trying to take away from the third question. Let it ha- let it have its own moment, okay? I just started testosterone replacement therapy, which has been great for many reasons, including increased libido. However, a side effect is that your balls shrink pretty significantly. My question is, would you prefer your man have a questionable libido and normal-sized balls or a high-powered libido with tiny balls? Everything else works great, including high confidence from the increased testosterone. Okay. So one thing I wanted to say, so this doesn't scare any men from like shying away from taking testosterone is that like, depending on when you feel this is applicable in your life of when needing it, because the symptoms of low testosterone are not just a decreased interest in sex. It is low energy, fatigue, depression. There's many symptoms of having low testosterone and you can go get your blood checked and find out. And depending how old you are is how I think people should base on what their plan of action is going to be because you can get on straight up testosterone replacement therapy, like which is testosterone given to you. Or there are alternative ways where you can take something that helps your body produce more naturally, like on its own without them supplementing it, which would be, I think, the first route to try. Because especially if you're younger than 50 and doing this, because then you're not going to have all the side effects as if you would doing the hardcore, like real deal stuff. You're going to see if your body can like pick up the pace and like get it going again for another how at five seven years or maybe that's something you do for two or three years or one or two years and then you get on testosterone testosterone replacement but I would suggest trying that way first I know I'm not a dude but I have like educated myself on this topic a wee bit and speaking of educating myself guys next week's episode squirting that y'all won't shut the fuck up about um i know i'm taking a little intermission on this question poor question number three but i have literally taken a course on squirting with like four modules and i am ready to give it to you okay so just stay fucking tuned if you aren't subscribed you better go fucking hit that button right now because you are not gonna want to miss out You are not going to want to miss out. Follow on Spotify or subscribe on iTunes. Give me five stars. I love you. Okay, back to question three. We can't neglect. So your ball size, dude. No one gives a fuck. Swear to fucking God. Don't get off the shit. If the shit is making you feel better and you're not like roidy ragey or like meathead vibes and you're going to cut someone's head off really quickly because that no matter like how down you are to fuck, if you are flying off the handle with a temper, uh, that's not hot. <laughs> that's not hot. So, but yeah, if you're feeling good, the confidence is up, feeling lively, 
your symptoms are relieved of low testosterone and you're a good lover, who gives a fuck about how big your balls are, okay? That's not what's going in my pussy. No, that wasn't a diss at small dicks. I'm just saying that because like, really? We really shouldn't, you should not be worrying about that at all. You should think of that as a plus because now the girl can probably fit all of it into her mouth with ease and really impress you. She's going to feel good about herself. You're going to feel good about yourself. It's a win-win. So I would just delete that from your brain and go rock on. Sounds like a plan. Okay, question number four, our last listener question of the episode, and OM Jizzle, okay? Listen to this one, guys. Hey, my husband and I had a conversation about a threesome a few months ago. He really wants one, even offered male, male, female, as well as a male, male, female. Okay. I think she meant to put, he offered a male, male, female, and a female, female, male, so that I don't feel like it's one-sided and just for him. I've been fighting with myself about it because he wants it so much. It's one of his fantasies. He thinks it will make our marriage stronger. I think it will ruin it. I really don't want to watch him fuck another girl. Then all of a sudden, shortly after this one combo, he said he had someone, a friend who would be down. Well, now I can't look at that stupid bitch the same. I just said that part. She said, well, now I can't look at her the same. And I was upset at him for a little bit for talking to a friend about our sex life, let alone inviting the stupid bitch. She didn't say that. She said her into our bedroom. He kind of let it go, but I keep thinking about it. I just don't think I can do it. Since then, we've lightly mentioned having another kid. This would be our last. We have three. He knows I've always wanted four. I want to get my tubes tied or hysterectomy, take that shit out if we're done having kids. So I was asking him a lot if we're done, and he started getting upset because the age of our kids are hard right now. Seven, three, and one and a half. Yes, that does sound fucking hard. Well, he eventually said that he would give me another one if we had a threesome, and honestly, I felt kind of betrayed. I honestly don't think I can have a threesome, so I've given up on us having another kid. Not even sure if I want another now after that, but I still think about him wanting a threesome. I even entertained the idea of letting him go find two girls and doing it without me and never telling me about it. I just don't know what to do. I thought our sex life was in a good place. We have sex on average one to two times a week. We've discovered new things that we both like together. I'm just at a loss now. I need advice. Moment of silence for you, sweet love. Okay. And uh, fuck him. Fuck him. Fuck him. And I think that the big overwhelming response when I posted that this question was going to be asked the flooding of disgust in my dms and forget what all of the people said that which I'm going to tell you was discussed and multiple comments of divorces asked I feel like you know I try to see both sides always and like be realistic and see both perspectives of why someone could be disgusted in the other person, you know, kind of thing. But it sounds like you've been a pretty down-ass bitch, and you have mothered three of his children that are hard ages, okay? You've discovered new things you like together, and you're happy with your sex life, but he seems a bit insatiable, which makes you have to, like, 
wonder or, you know, dig a little deeper, peel some layers back and ask why, you know, he sounds, oh, I hate to diagnose, but I'm such a diagnosing bitch. Sounds like a little on the, you know, line of sex addict because you're having sex with three kids, sex twice a week, like you're doing good. Okay. You're doing fucking good. I'm sure it's either less or more. You're doing great, sweetie. And the part that makes me like so ick about it is the leveraging a threesome with a child. And I think it would be way more honorable to be like, I have no desire to have any more kids. I am fulfilled. It sounds like it will take a toll on my mental health. I can't do that. I don't want any more. You know, that conversation is way more respectable than what he said. And it sounds like you're pretty disgusted by it too. And it sounds like you're tortured by the fact that this is something that you're not interested in to the point of wanting to please him and give him what he wants to meet his fantasies so bad that you're willing to like let him do something that would crush your little feelings that I'm sure you're not acknowledging that if you knew would cause you great pain and despair. That's why you don't want to know about it. And you're just like totally lowering the bar for this fucker. If you're listening, I hope that you know that it was mostly men that were like disgusted there were some women who were like oh my gosh run but there were a lot of men who were like this girl can get a man who understands what she doesn't want and doesn't keep crossing the boundary or like use something against her like childbearing against her in a way now if you really want to know what i would do i would go ahead and have the male male threesome and just like not even touch my husband during that time and then file for divorce the next day is probably what i would do but if you are wanting to be with this person and that's and divorce is not something that you're making an option i respect you mucho for that as well uh but practice loving yourself, know your self-worth, be able to set boundaries and have a healthy conversation. Maybe even go to counseling and bring this up as something you address in counseling. Like you're going to go to counseling around this topic and this is what you're going to talk about. And maybe if he hears from another person, which if I were you, I always recommend if the woman wants to go to therapy, get a male counselor. If you take him to therapy, women listening, and it's another woman, I'm just letting you know right now, call me cynical, call me whatever you want, words I'm afraid to use, but it is true, he's going to shut down a wee bit, especially if you had to drag him there, he's going to disregard it as another emotional woman, and she's taking your side as a fellow woman, get a guy and let a man say something to open his eyes and give him new perspective. Yeah, do you have the, run the risk of him being like, well, fuck that guy? Yes, but you also run a really high chance of him actually opening his fucking ears and listening. I will say I worry for you because if this is this reoccurring fantasy that he is like, dead set. Sorry, I just hit my little THC pen and it's going down bad. Okay. If he keeps this on the forefront of his mind, like a fantasy he is going to live out, that's scary, intimidating, confusing. And you have to just like, that doesn't feel fair. 
at all and my toxic ass would like literally be like have him walk in on me fucking another person but that again like I said is slightly toxic so I wish you the best of luck and I wish that I could punch him in the face for you but I can't but if you do decide to divorce him I did I have a collection of answers from the freaky fam on Instagram that were in response to your question and I thought you know we could just desecrate him with these so let's read i'm a guy we all want a threesome but it's about respecting your partner uh, kick his ass uh, tell him to get bent you can't give an ultimatum like that it's not fair to the person booyah consent she doesn't want it and it has her thinking crazy time for a different fantasy to me i'm with you there dude holding her hostage via the joy of growing your family takes a special type of shitty man i agree with you if you would even call him a man fuck him mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's from the same person they put in too i like you bail he's a loser i'm a guy that dude sounds like a dick leveraging having a child to get a threesome get the fuck out tell him to piss off leave his ass only one person first of all i pages 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 i just finished there was tons of answers one one motherfucker who I don't even want to give 10 seconds of acknowledgement, but give it a shot. You never know you might like it. You can go fuck yourself because you probably would be friends with that fucker. So unfollow. Okay. Unfollow. I would be pissed. He talked to some chick about it first. I feel like I don't trust this dude. I completely neglected that fact. I didn't even acknowledge that he talked to your friend. We don't trust him, sister. We don't trust him. You don't think that if you were out of town or he was out doing something and friendy friend who's all game brings a friend and is like, well, I have a friend who's down to do it and he's going to go do it. He's, you feel betrayed because he's the type of person to betray you. And cheating isn't just sticking your dick in another hole that it's not supposed to be in. Betrayal is the breaking of trust because some people have open marriages and you're allowed to do that. Some people are swingers, cut colds, cut queens, and it's not cheating because it's consensual and agreed upon and communicated about. And that is the difference. And if you trust your man with all your heart, and now you're mad at me because I just took a poop on him, for that I am sorry. And maybe maybe he's not that type of guy, but I think talking to your friend about it was a giant red flag and is a little bit telling. So it does definitely doesn't show that it's headed in a good direction. So I would be aware. I could go on and on with the responses. And there were a couple like, solution-oriented therapy, uh, but a lot of them said they feel emotion, they would feel emotionally betrayed, and a lot of them said he was an asshole, and a lot of them, a lot of them said, go, peace the fuck out, a lot of them, and you know what, it is, we have to remember people on the internet just get to put, like, bam, their response of what they would do, and would they would they? You know what I mean? We always say like, oh, I wouldn't ex- tolerate that disrespect, but yet they're tolerating a shitload and they're not doing jack shit about it. So we have empathy. I have empathy, but yeah, he he doesn't sound like my favorite person in the world. I wonder what his sign is. If you could go back on the forum and just be like, hey, it's me. If you hate me, you can say fuck off. That sucked. And then just tell me his, his zodiac sign because I need to know I need to know sun, moon, rising, okay? I love you. Thanks for listening.
Okay, let's take a right turn right into today's topic, okay? That was the end of the listener question segment. We are moving onward, and today we are talking about friendships with the with members of the opposite sex. So married couples, committed relationships, dating, whatever the fuck you want to talk about, being friends with members of the opposite sex. And why? Why are we talking about this? Because I took a couple of polls on my Instagram and the answers shook me, shooketh me to my core. I was like, first of all, I think some of y'all are full of fucking shit. And here, I'm going to tell you why. Listen to this shit, okay? Tell me if this isn't below knee. Quit trying to be cool, bitch, okay? Listen, I know I'm crazy. I know I am, okay? Close friends of the opposite sex before they knew you. That they knew before you. Can they still be besties once y'all are together, locked up, popped fucking a couple kids out, and you're not playing house, you're actually legally married, okay? Uh... Yes or no? 63% of y'all said yes. And 37% of you said no, the honest people. So I guess it would depend. This is going to sound super, 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 super shallow. But I do not believe that people that find one another, like someone as an attractive person, like that attractive people don't not think about fucking each other. I don't know. Maybe I'm twisted. Maybe I'm fucking twisted. Maybe I think like a boy. I don't know. I feel like that if my husband was spending time with another female outside of the home that was his friend, he he could he wouldn't. He couldn't even compute that. Like I would literally kill him. Like he would be chopped up in his little home office downstairs. No way. She would come pick him up and he would be chopped up in an H&M bag. This is not, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, and God, what if Derek got killed? And like, we heard your podcast, ma'am. That wouldn't go over well. Okay, couple friends. Is it okay if your significant other is texting the member of the opposite sex? So like you have friends that are couples, okay? And then like, I'm like, hey, Mark, you know, like we should all get together again and go dancing and do this for our friends. Unless you're like setting up like a birthday gift and you're talking about like what to get someone or a surprise or a plan that's for the other person why the fuck are y'all talking you know what I mean like I just think that the men should be talking like we can all be friends and love one another and care about each other and wish the best and you don't look at them sexually at all but I don't know why the fuck they would be texting and then y'all put what did y'all say 66% said yes and 34% said no I'm assuming the yes people were talking about presents because that's the only thing that makes sense to me. Coworkers, this one blew my fucking mind. Mind. And this goes back to the shallow shit that I said that I never want to elaborate on because I sound like such a terrible person. But coworkers, 65% of you said, I don't mind. I don't mind getting cheated on. I don't mind my husband fucking another girl in the bathroom on the second floor of the office building. And 35% of you said, hell no. I'm a hell no girl. I am one blink away from peeing, spraying piss on Derek's desk so that my scent just radiates so that like women 
instinctually know that he is fucking taken and the person who has taken him is dangerous. She's dangerous. I don't care if people want to say, oh, that's insecure. I think it's called realistic, okay? And that I used to be a dumb bitch, okay? So I know how dumb bitches operate. And also, now I'm on the other side where I'm you know, loyal to a fault sometimes. And I'm not saying that I was some cheater, cheater, pumpkin eater. I'm saying I was the girl and I was very young. Okay. Like 17, 18, 19. Okay. Where I didn't care if someone was taken or not. And I hate admitting that, but I got my karma back served. I promise. Okay. It all came back at me. And that person is disgusting to me. I don't think homewrecker girls are cool at fucking all. I think they're stupid and immature and don't know up, down, their ass, right, left. They don't know. I think it's a special type of evil bitch to go for a man with a wife and kids because you're just fucking, it's fucking the whole narrative up, the whole family. And I, it's not the woman's fault. It's just as much the man's fault. But there is, there is such thing as succubuses where they're women that prey on a man. It happens, okay? And men are visual, vulnerable human beings like we all are. And it just, ugh, it gets gross. And it happens all the fucking time. It happens every fucking day. Most affairs occur at the workplace. So if you didn't know, I'm telling you now, like, no way. Am I, if I, I was married to Mark, is Mark who works down at the, I don't fucking know, hanging out with Susie from accounting and their buddies and work together on a project and they're texting at 9 p.m. And no, they're not going to lunch break together. Okay. Yeah. Right. And I know this is controversial. I know there are people that are like, nope, too, too insecure. You can choose your partner. I do think that that is true. But I think the saying, when you hang out in a barber shop long enough, you're going to get a haircut. If you hang out with someone that you find attractive and there's some sort of chemistry or flirtation, that it is a matter of time before you do something that's going to be considered betrayal by the other person. And that's true. That's just how it's going to go. That's not choosing your relationship. And this is not like, I didn't want this ever to come across like, oh, what about the men reaching out to you and talking to you? I'm not like in anybody's life. Like I'm in no, but I'm no character in anyone reaching out to me's life where they could get in hot water. These are people coming to me, asking me questions about their marriage or questions on how to be more intentional in their marriage or how can they improve their sex life. And that's what I do. So obviously I don't think there's, you can't be uptight about every person your significant other interacts with because that is, that is crazy on a different level and you're just torturing yourself and that's just not how the world works. But I think friends, the word friend, like someone you're hitting up, someone you're talking to, someone you invest time with, it's a relationship. And just like your lover or a friend, they're both relationships that you put effort in and then it's mutually watered. And I don't think that there should be a person of the opposite sex relationship, relationship that you water that's not your spouse. I think you're just going to end up fucking shit up. 
the last thing I asked, the last poll was one, click one or two. One, if they are cheaters, they will cheat anyway, so who cares? So the mentality, the rebuttal of, okay, well, you know what? I don't want to spend my energy worrying about them. If they're going to cheat, they're going to cheat anyways, and the truth will always come out. And I agree with that to an extent, okay? So, and then number two is it's playing with fire. We don't go there. And I think that is where it's like the barbershop analogy. I think you have to be intentional. If you're not intentional in your marriage and you're growing apart and you go and do whatever you want with people you feel good around, that you're probably going to get yourself in a situation that what isn't very respectful to the other person. You know what I'm saying? That's when the choosing your partner, your wife, your husband comes in. And sometimes you have to do that. And probably a lot of times you're going to have to do it when you don't want to. The cool thing though, is choosing it when you don't want to, a lot of good comes from that. And then with the opposite of when you just go with how you feel sometimes with things and you aren't intentional and you're just totally go with the flow, which people, where we live in a time where it's always about going with the flow. And I think within relationships, you've got to be intentional if you want above mediocre, okay? And I am, that is, I'm raising my hand. I am not a fan of mediocre. I want more, 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 more. Better, better, better. You got to know what better is and then believe you're worthy of it. So you're going to have to face each other. Good things will come from it. And the other one, you might get some a big fucking mess. You might do something that's instant gratification and you might mess every fucking thing up because of it. And you know that, you know, you can feel the feelings. I'm getting really emo now, but sometimes we mistake boredom for bored and when it's peace, when it's contentment. So be be grateful. You know what this is? It's Christmas. It's the Christmas fucking spirit. I literally used to be so grinchy, and I think popping out a spawn made me like dashing through the snow and a bunch of soap and sleigh. Hey, 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 up the hills we, you know, just really like a candle, a Christmas candle was lit inside my spirit. Who would have fucking thought? Now, to end this little segment, this little topic, if if you're struggling, if you have a disagreement about your significant other, wife, husband, whatever, having a friend of the opposite sex, or maybe they have one and you're like, Jordan, I hear what you're saying, I hear you, but this isn't the case with this one. This is not, it's a good vibe. I believe you. I trust you. I know that there are people, my husband has really good female friends in his life that I love so, so dearly. Y'all just had me all fucked up with the coworkers thing and you had me fucked up about like the, you know, who's, who should be watering what kind of relationship, like anything beyond texting, like your husband or wife leaving the house to go hang out with a woman like, or man, and like, bye, like, that's fucking a little weird to me, okay? So that, that's, that's all I have on that topic. Now, because it's Christmas, this is Christmas week. I know y'all all, ha- or happy holidays if you're Jewish or if you don't celebrate Christmas, New Year's coming. We're entering a time of holiday, family, festivity, and heading into a new year, which you don't even know how fucking pumped I am for 2022, baby boo, the horny housewife is going to do big, big, big things, baby. She's 
10 times Inc., okay? And you're listening to this on Monday, so that means tomorrow, me, Daddy Cakes, Daddy Hakes, same person, our children, my dad, my father, my actual father, and it's going to be funny calling Daddy Daddy in front of my dad, my dad, (laughs) and his fiance, my brother, and my dad's fiance's son. We're all going to be in one fucking home. Pray for us. Uh, We're going to Florida. So we're going to have fun, little vacation. I'm going to treat myself and eat good food and check out and unwind as much as I can with my four-year-old being there. So maybe that will all go to hell. But I'm definitely going to enjoy myself. I am. I am. It's going to be warm. And Florida people are badass. And do not fret. There will be an episode next week. Don't you worry. And there's going to be audio erotica. And I can't decide if I want to do a woman cheating on her husband audio erotica or if we want the sharing is caring part two. What do you want? Slide in my DMs. You can go slide in my DMs or just check out my pictures, check out my polls, watch whatever. Just lurk silently. Not silently. Fucking engage with me, please. On Instagram at the Horny Housewife Podcast or over on TikTok at the Horny Housewife. And both places you'll find in the bio a link where you can find all that you would ever need. You can find a truly anonymous forum to submit me a confession, a request, what the fuck ever. I hope everyone has amazing, safe, delicious, yummy, sex-filled holidays. And I truly think that this was the least dirty episode in the Horny Housewife history. Isn't that something? We gotta really make it disgusting next week. Okay, I will see you next week. I love you. Bye.